Yo, 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 what's good? This is Craig Shapiro from the Craig Shapiro Tennis Podcast, and you are listening to the Brothers on Tennis. Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? This is your boy, Isaac. And this is your boy, Bryce. And we are Brothers on Tennis. And hey, we are coming at you because, hey, we have got to enjoy yet another great week of tennis. We had a fantastic 500 going on in Vienna. We had a nice little 250 where one of our Americans was showing out, made, made it to the semis, which was really, really great and impressive. And uh, Bryce, did you get to watch some of the tennis? And if so, how did you take it in, brother? Um, well, I'll tell you what. I did watch some of the tennis, and, and it was good tennis. But I'm going to just... I'm going to go ahead and put this out here so that nobody tries to come and clown me later on it. Um, I have to give you props, Isaac. You called a lot of stuff this week. I did good, uh, right? You did really good. You you called Rublev in that final. You called John Milben winning his first title ever. I mean, how, how do you call somebody winning their first title ever, right? Man. And and all I'm going to say is ever since we've come back from Dorona. My picks have been trash, <laughs> just trash. People that's supposed to win ain't winning. People that ain't supposed to win winning. I mean, people doing all kind of craziness off the court. It's it's but, 2020, man. But let me give you your credit where your credit's due because uh-huh. who called the Djokovic one was you. Because I, I was, <laughs> you were like, no, he gonna get them two matches and he gonna be like, peace out, holla, I'm out, I'm good. And he did exactly what he did, because I'm sorry. Sonego, you good, and you right, did right. up on Daniel Evans, so I will give him that, but no. And no right. one Joker would, would, would smack him up, you know. Well, and, I'm, and I, I, it's hard for me to take credit for that, because that was a character call. <laughs> and so it was fairly obvious as to what was going to happen. So I feel kind of bad for taking, you know, a victory lap for that one. But... <laughs> What they say, character is consistent. Character is so. consistent, <laughs> exactly. Because Joker was like, look, I'm out. I'm going to get my little two right. matches in and I'm gone. Ghost. Right, up. right. Get myself ready for year in, baby. So let's do this. All right, let's talk about the men because yeah. uh, if our listeners will remember, uh, there was no tournament for the women. Right. Uh, and there is no tournament for the women this week. But we'll be back on the ladies' tour for their final uh, tournament of the season in Linz, Austria. And uh, we keep reminding everyone this will be the very first time Coco Golf will be defending, you know, a title. She'll right. come in as defending champion. So uh, we'll be very, very interested to follow that. But, but Bryce, but, again, um, I don't. I'm, I'm still trying to figure out if she's actually gonna be there though. Because I thought they were talking about that she actually wasn't gonna wasn't gonna go. But is she I, not gonna go? I, that's oh, I didn't know what, that. Yeah, that's kind of what I had heard was that she was kind of shutting down the season after this last tournament. Oh, okay. But, now, don't you know? I'm not a hundred percent on that, but I could have sworn that's what I heard. What uh, one of the announcers mentioned was that she's pretty much not gonna go there to defend. Because again, she keeps the points, so it's not like she's gonna lose the points. So they'll right. they'll still hang around until next year, but. Um, yeah, yeah, and I think that's what yeah Paul, Paul is saying as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I'm a, and I'm a, I'm offer this up. I'm a little disappointed in that because mm-hmm. um, you know it's one thing if you know she was a veteran and she can use this extra time off, but she's really still kind of rising and really working on some things on 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 her game, right. and 
with the comfort of knowing you don't have to lose these points, this was kind of like a freebie yeah, that yeah. you could play. And also you could get some shine because you know as defending champion, they're going to be pumping <laughs> you up. Um, I mean, and don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to question our camp or whatever. They know what they're doing. I, it just, to me, seemed like a good opportunity to get some good matches in before the end of the year yeah. um, and not really lose anything. But. Yeah. And I 100% agree with you because I think the more, again, she just, she, I feel like she needs to play a bit more just mm -hmm. to kind of continue to get her game right. Because since she's come back from, you know, the, the layoff, like I said, she looked good in Lexington, but again, the Grand Slam showings were a little bit suspect. Of course, we know yeah. about the serve. So yeah, yeah. It just seemed like some competitive, you know, matches would have still done her good before she called it uh, a season. Um, mm -hmm. But like you said, not going to question the camp because the camp has been doing a great job. With the They've been doing a good job so far. Right. Job. So look, if y'all listening, we ain't questioning you. We're just saying, you know, it's, but it's all good. The, the <laughs> best response that they could give would be like, we decided not to play because we got to go work on this serve and this forehand. That would be the best response. Exactly. They got to <laughs> express that, that, ooh, that serve. We got to get that serve right, Coco. Come on now. <laughs> right. Serve. So... Let's talk about the tournament last week in Vienna. Yes. And this was the one that, you know, Djokovic was in that a lot of people were thinking he was going to run through and win. Obviously, we did talk about, you know, him thinking that he only had to win two matches and he locked up, you know, the end of year number one. Right. But before we get into the tournament, I don't know if it was a miscalculation on his part or or what happened, but then soon thereafter they came out and said, you know what? If Rafael Nadal wins Paris mm -hmm. and he decides to take his butt to Sofia mm -hmm. and and he wins that tournament and he wins, you know, now this is a big thing, the, the year-ending yeah. championship for the first time, right. then he could actually end the year number one and do you know how sick Djokovic would feel for tanking that match yeah. against Sinego? Exactly. If if Nadal comes in and he runs the table, it's kind of like you said on the on the post. That would be some like some major shade. Like, oh, if he were to take a, a wild card into Sofia, that would be some major shade. I. I I can see a lot of players doing that, but unfortunately, I don't see Rafa doing that. Nick Kyrgios would do some shit like that. <laughs> Nick Kyrgios would pop out there and be like, yo, <laughs> you thought you had something, but I'm going to come snatch it back from you. Um, well, I, t I tell you what, I can tell you what Roger Federer is doing right now. <laughs> and I'm going to go ahead and cue it up. He is in the corner, and he is saying... Let me get let me get what he's saying. What, what this man's saying? Cue <laughs> it up, cue it up, bro. Cue it up. Oh wait a minute, where is it? My fat finger won't uh. What? What? It's your time. What? What? <laughs> I'm telling you, that is what Roger Federer is saying right now to Rafael Nadal. Go get it. Go get it. Go, Go get, get it. it. It's your time. Yeah. Oh, 
Roger would be definitely saying that, but you know, you know the dog. He's all nice, and he's like, yeah, dang, I'm gonna go golf. I'm gonna go, you know, hang out with my with my folk in Mallorca and do some fishing. He chilling. Yeah. Well, let me tell you what. He may start feeling himself a little bit because I don't know how many people uh, noticed. He just passed Jimmy Connors for the most consecutive weeks in the top 10 in history. Wow. So uh, Rafael Nadal just hit 789. Yeah. Jimmy Connors has 788. Wow. Remember, remember Roger Federer has 735. Okay. Because, you know, injury, when, when I remember he dropped. That's right. And that's remember, right. Djokovic only has um, 5.55 because when he had that elbow injury mm-hmm. and he right. went out. Yep. Right. Yep. So Nadal is starting to rack up, you know, exactly. some historical stats, you know. So, yeah. you know, he may, you know, he may be feeling himself right now. And I won't. <laughs> and, and if he asks me, I'm going to tell him. Go get it. (laughs) (laughs) Go get your blessing. That's exactly right, man. Right. Love, love, love that, brother. Yeah, man. Well, we'll see what happens. I mean, I just hope he's able to come in and and, and put forward a good challenge and a good showing. Because, you know, hardcore sometimes on Rafa and the fact that he hasn't really played on it since, you know, winning the French. And, you know, he's been golfing. uh, I don't know. Right. It might it might be t- it might be tight on him, but at the same time, I'd be curious to see if anybody's gonna put up a challenge for him, though, because you know. And wait, a, and wait a minute. This is this is a little bit of a news alert for me potentially. Yeah. Uh, I see Paul out here saying that the only player that could give Rafa trouble in Paris is Rublev, but Rublev is not in Paris. But as of a few minutes ago, he's still in the draw. Was he still in the draw though? Yeah. So, uh, Paul, I don't know did if you have out? some 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 new information of him. Uh, did he withdraw? Did he? Um, because right now, not only is he in a draw, he's in Rafa's half, so they would be scheduled to meet in the semifinals. Yeah, Dimitrov pulled out, and we yeah, Dimitrov pulled out. Yeah, yep. team and Dimitrov right. pulled out, but yeah, no. And I just pulled the draw, yo. So if they, yeah, if you heard something, Paul, let us know, because yeah, the draw is still showing Rublev as being uh, being up in there. So um, yeah. <laughs> But anyway, we kind of got off the mark. We're going to get back to Paris in a second. <laughs> Let's get back to Vienna because, as we were saying, Djokovic ended up, honestly, I mean, and no disrespect to Sinego, I'm sure he's a good person, gives a lot to charities and all that kind of stuff. But there is not a day in the year that Sinego can beat Djokovic six, t- can give Djokovic a whole, a whole biscuit, biscuit and a, a breadstick bread on any surface. They could be playing on pebbles, and he could not do that. I'm sorry. So, exactly. so Djokovic tanked, which once again, to me, there are just, there's a class of player that tanks, and there's a class of player that just never tanks no matter what. You would never see Federer tank a match. We have seen Fe- we have seen Federer stay in matches that he was injured to give the other person the win. Yep. Just so that he didn't, um, the, you the, know, the respect. Respect, you right? Know what I'm saying. Nobody can ever say they've seen the doll. No, never. You know, never. Uh, tank. Djokovic. That was such a punk move to me. Like, oh, I only need to win two matches. I'm gonna win two, and then I'm gonna. <laughs> 
I'm telling you, man. I, but, but you called it, though. You, because remember, what? I was thinking, see, I was giving him too much credit. Because remember, I had said I thought he was going to run through and get to the final and actually win. And you were like, no, nah, he's going to get them two matches and be out. And like I said, I gave him too much credit because you were spot on. And, and, and it speaks to what we've always talked about. It speaks to the coronavirus, Corona for Everybody tour. It speaks to uh-huh. just all of the suspect things that have gone on with Novak Djokovic. It's, it's, it's uh-huh. you know, again, great player. Respect his, his uh, ability on the tennis court. But uh-huh. as far as upstairs goes... There's some suspect judgment that always happens with him. And again, this is just yet another. So it wasn't surprising. Um, but again, yeah. to go out, to be, like you said, Hobiscuit and a, and a breadstick, it's like, come on, yo. You were the number to one C- player. To Sonego. To Sonego. I could see yeah. if you was playing like a team or somebody in the top 10 that you. Well, know, apparently Nadal. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like you put on the post. Smack, smack, smack that ass. <laughs> Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, so yeah, man. we're not going to spend no more time talking about Djokovic. Exactly. So, but let's talk about somebody who took the most of their opportunity. Senegal was a lucky loser to get into the draw. Right. So, you know, when he, okay, he took out my boy Lovic first, which I first was thinking like, dang. But <laughs> he took out Herkic. Yeah. Out that. that then he took one. out, yep. Then he took out Djokovic. Yep. And then... To say, in case y'all think I was fluking, right? He took out Daniel Evans, yeah. in the semifinals. And, and if and, you saw that match, Bryce, I'm telling you what, Sonego was on fire. He was putting some straight up pace on his shots. Mm-hmm. And Daniel Evans, you know, Daniel Evans is not a big guy. He's about five nine. He got a lot of variety. But when you ain't got time to be able to show your variety, Sonego was just like on him like some hot, just some hot grits. He was just grits. like, yo, <laughs> some hot grits, y'all. And he was like, I'm not giving you no time. I'm about to just swing out. And everything was just going in. And da- you're right. And, and Daniel did want that win. You could tell because he broke the racket during the little changeover. Well, let's remember, Daniel's another player that has never won a title. That's right. That's so right. he was... He was thinking Rublev was going to make it to the finals, and Rublev may be beating everybody else, but Daniel, <laughs> Ev- <laughs> Daniel right. Evans, Daniel Evans loves two players on the ATP tour, and that is Andre Rublev and Karen Kachanov. Right? Like, y'all too Yeah. <laughs> I might not beat nobody else, but I'm going to run up in you two as much as I can. So, I mean, that... <sighs> Yeah, man. Yeah. He was praying for it. He was, yeah, mm-hmm. but he couldn't. And maybe, who who knows? That might have got to him mentally because it just, he right. just did not, his game was just not on on, on fleek at all. I mean, but right. but again, I still feel like it was because of Senegal. Senegal was just throwing that power at him. And he was pushing him all the way back, like way behind mm-hmm. the baseline. You typically do not ever see Daniel Evans playing that far right. behind the baseline. And then he was just like, oh, okay, if you're going to go back there, scoop, drop shot, <laughs> scoop, drop right. shot. And Daniel Evans ain't got that speed. He ain't got that game on speed that can get him to the mm-hmm. net to be able to solve that. So, yeah, Senegal was like, anybody scared of you? <laughs> right, no. right, right. <laughs> if I tell you what, so, yeah, that Rublev though. Whoo. Yeah, so let's talk about Rublev's path. I mean, yeah, um, he, he had kind of a nobody in the, a qualifier in the first round. Right. He made center tap out in the next round. Right. He 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 let Dominic Team know that we are not on clay no. right now. <laughs> brought and that, that to him, and that foot is tender. <laughs> That foot is tender. <laughs> that foot is tender. So I'm right. going to run you. 
Right. Yes, he reminded Kevin Anderson that he's old. <laughs> and he he got to the finals, and he just, I mean, he was like, you may have done that to Djokovic. Djokovic may have let you uh, get that victory. But no, uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. This no, no, is no. my time. Especially when he was trying to secure his position in the year-end championships. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, he had something to play for, and he was like, oh, right. no, nah, man. He was like, do you not know I'm I'm no, I'm on fire? I got right. fire coming out my hair, and it's red, and, and you ain't going to stop this train for it. No, not right. Diego. He's like, man, man, please, get out of here. And he sure <laughs> did. He was just like, yeah, four and four, and I'm out. Don't do right. Give me right. another right. title, number five on the year, the most of any other player. I mean, come mm-hmm. on. De- De- Rublev is like, yo. My shine, yo. My shine. Yeah. Now, you know what? I was listening to uh, another podcast this morning, and they were talking about, you know, Rublev is doing great and all that. Uh, it will still be interesting to see him really come through in a major. He mm-hmm. still seemed to kind of crap out uh, early there. And they made, this, they made this assessment about his game and specifically said why Daniel Evans has been so successful against him. Mm-hmm. They said... They said players have kind of figured out that with Rublev and with, uh, like, Hatchinoff, Mm -hmm. that if they are playing against skilled players, where it's not just about, you know, power and reaction, and they can finesse them and move them around and bring them to the net, those are the players that they have a big problem with. And so it will be very interesting to see. That's that's why I will be interested to see him against, like, when a Federer comes back again, uh, continue with, like, a Daniel Evans, um, you know, Dimitrov, very skilled, you know, type player. Um, and I just think it will be an opportunity for, like, and I'm going to say a Rublev because Hatchinov, I, you know, he's starting to fall into a different category for me. Um, but... Rublev, it gives him an opportunity to start to round his game out a little bit, right? Yeah. And to really yeah. start kind of competing with some of those more skilled players, adding additional dimensions to his own game. Right, right. I completely agree with that. Yeah, I think it'll be interesting to see those types of matchups. Because to me, I feel like Rublev plays kind of a similar game as uh, Medvedev. I mean, they both hit mm-hmm. relatively just strong kind of flat strokes. I mean, not a whole bunch of top spin on them. Right. Um, I feel like Medvedev's uh, uh, Daniil's is a bit flatter, but but still, I kind of I kind of put their game kind of right in that same little wheelhouse. Um, but I think right. Daniil's just a little bit. He's like I think he has a little bit more height on him as well. Um, and and uh, Medvedev has a good net game. <laughs> you know, Medvedev actually yeah. when he gets to the net, he knows what to knows what to do. So yeah. Um, yeah. I agree, he, and I think yeah. that yeah, Rublev still kind of has to some grow, growing to do in that area as well. But like right. I said, for but comp, hey, confidence is a beast, man, and that's exactly oh, yeah. what this dude is yeah. riding. He is riding a wave of confidence. And honestly, I you know, I, it'll be interesting to see kind of how he does in this Paris uh in this tournament in Paris here. Mm-hmm. Um because I feel like if he can kind of keep riding this momentum, look mm-hmm. out for him at the year ending. Look out for him at the yeah. year ending. Because like I said, if if he's still winning, like we see Nadal on clay. Hey, mm-hmm. as long as you getting them W's, you know, until you knock somebody yeah. off, they go. They gonna. They gonna gon be riding that high, and I feel like he right. can come. He can go in there and do something. Hell, we already had Zverev and Tsitsipas win the daggone thing. Why not Zverev? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. Why not? Yeah. So yeah, we'll see, brother. So, it's gonna be good. 
It is. It is. So congratulations to you, Bled, for your fifth title of the year. I mean, you, you're doing the damn thing, right? Right. Right. So <laughs> let I'm, I'm gonna let you talk about this Astana Open because yeah, when you jumped out there and <laughs> and 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 said you could see. John Millman winning this tournament. I was like, yeah, that'd be a feel-good story, but that ain't gonna happen. He'll lose somebody. Uh, but he went on through there, and he did the damn thing, didn't he? He did the damn thing, bro. And this is the thing. So, again, you got those players that are just incrementally getting a little bit better, a little bit right. better, a little bit better. And I've always followed John Millman. I like the Aussies. I just yelled out there. I like the Aussies. You know, Leighton Hewitt was not my favorite or not. A, I wasn't really a fan of his. But right. everybody since. I like, I just like, I like Jordan Thompson. Of course, I love Curios because he crazy. He cray cray. Um, just he cray cray. Um, but, you know, you just got all these Aussies out there. And it kind of stems from when I was following uh, Wayne Arthur, my, my boy with the lefty swing. Right, right. That beautiful serve. Um, and so anyway, I just kind of followed John Millman. And again, nice guy. But again, when he beat Federer at the Open, I was like, mm-hmm. okay. And see, he was injured before. So he, that's why I feel like his results really weren't all that good. He's getting great physical shape. And again, he's inching, getting some confidence, getting better, getting better, getting better. And for the most part, I was just like, yo, I looked through the draw. And honestly, outside of Tiafo, I was right. like, you know what? I don't see anybody else really being able to outlast him. I said, and that's the thing, because he's got great fitness. His strokes are sound. He ain't going to blow you off the court, per se, but he's got a great, consistent game. And for me, I was just sort of like, I don't know that I see anybody else in that draw, again, outside of Francis, that can really get with him. And again, Francis beat him at the U.S. Open. So I was kind of like, okay, that one is kind of a stretch. But you know what? I think he might get it done. So yeah, I was just kind of like, I'm, I'm putting, putting my stacks on, on Johnny, and we're gonna see what happens. And sure enough, and boy, that Tiafo match, that was a good one, bro. The uh-huh. one that he played against both uh, Tommy Paul and Tiafo, mm-hmm. really, really good matches. So, but he just outlasted them. I mean, I feel like they had the advantage, but he ain't scared of nobody he, from the U.S. Yeah, he like, he's like, look, I got a, I got again. I got a victory over Federer. So right, everybody's right. scared of you. And right. so, especially y'all Americans, y'all... Y- 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 but y'all non-backhand <laughs> have themselves. Y'all can't even... <laughs> over there, the, the epicenter of the coronavirus. <laughs> Ain't nobody scared of y'all. Ain't nobody scared of y'all. <laughs> Man. So, Bryce, I'm telling you what. I was really happy for him. Because outside of, again, just me being a fan, he's a really nice guy. I remember actually oh. meeting him at the U.S. Open. Um, and just, he was very talkative to people, just down to earth, uh, just a nice Aussie. And uh, I'm really happy that he got that title under his belt. So anyway, that's enough for for, the, for me. All right. Well, hey, look, congratulations to you, Mr. Millman. And um, way to go. Because how old is he? Isn't this kind of kind of late? Uh, in your he, first title? Yeah, he's about 30, 31. So, yeah, so yeah he's, he's you know, he ain't no spring chicken. But, uh, right. yeah, he, he, hey, he, he can mark himself off that list. So that's good for him. All right. Dang, did well, you know that Monterino was like 1-8 in finals, though? <laughs> I think 1-9. Now, I was like, dang. Well, I mean, I... I did not know that, but it doesn't like knock me over. It doesn't, yeah, it's not, it's not <laughs> I'm not like, <laughs> really? <laughs> uh, okay. So, so anyway, <laughs> that's but, that one. So, but we do have a master series uh, 
tournament going on this week, and it yes. is the uh, Rolex Paris Masters. It's an indoor tournament, so when we say Paris, it ain't on the red clay, no. uh, but it is there in Paris, and Rafael Nadal is the number one seed. And I'm yes. telling you, I think the biggest here are the biggest stories for me in this tournament. Yeah. Number one, if Rafa wins it or not. Because if Rafa doesn't win it, there's no deal for this end of the year number one thing, right? right. So if he wins it, everybody is going to be looking. And i tell you what, the Sophia Open is holding a spot <laughs> like this. Like, <laughs> come get it. Come get it. Come get your blessing. I'm telling you. So that's the number one story, oh, whether man. or not Rafael Nadal wins this tournament. Right. The number two story for me is, will Diego Schwartzman be able to lock up that last spot for the year in championships? Right, right. Um, the number three story for me is, what's going on with CeCe Pops? I mean, he's been taking, yeah. you know, some, some L's that I didn't think he would take. Right. Um, so will he be able to snap back? Number four, Rublev is here. He's so here. does he keep it going and win his first Masters series title? Because that's not, look, I'm not trying to, you know, hype things up unnecessarily, but he does have the kind of game that gives Rafael Nadal problems. That's true. Hard and flat. Um, push, you know, push around that forehand. That's right. <laughs> and and Paul, I see your message about does uh, Berrettini have a shot. Berrettini ain't won five matches this year, so we won't stop talking about him until we get some better results. Uh, I know that's your boy and all, but uh, you need to tell him he got to get his game together. Got to get his game um, He does have a shot. He has an outside shot. He would basically outside, outside, outside. Yeah, yeah. Like like George Michael outside. <laughs> I mean, it's gonna be real outside. Now. I will tell you this. I'm also going to be interested to see what um, Medvedev does because he's been a bit of a disappointment. He's another one. Um, who hasn't been coming through. And really, and I look, I don't want us to be messy or nothing like that. <laughs> hmm. That's not what we do. Hmm. We we look at the mess. We don't get down in it, though. We, we may make a comment about it, right. but we don't get down, don't in, get it. down in it, though. No. I want to see if there's going to be any effect on Zarev because now Zarev has two, mm. two different women who are allegedly, they say allegedly, he has physically abused them. And one of them is pregnant with his child. There's no dispute there. And she's going to have the child and say, you know, he can be involved. He ain't got to be involved or what, whatever. But... Now, it was one thing when it was just the one that accused him of that. Now it's two. So you just, I know they canceled his press prior to the tournament. Uh, they, they won't be able to cancel his press behind every match he wins, oh. but maybe he don't win no matches. So, yes. Yes. And, and we know what world we're in right now. We're in this world of canceled culture. And, and that's a, you know... You know, none of this shaming or faulting or blaming the victims and all this kind of stuff. Uh, but it, it's going to have to be vetted out, I'm assuming, through court or whatever. But until that is done, how does that affect his mental? You know? It, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, it's kind of crazy. I mean, it, well, not even kind of. It's real crazy. Especially when you got two. Not one. Right. Two. 
So typically when you have two people coming out basically saying the same thing, it kind of leans on the side of, uh, of, of truth, which is extremely disappointing because you don't want to hear domestic violence off by anybody. No, no, you know, you that's don't. just That's not a good look for tennis, and, and, and we just don't need any of that whatsoever. So, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, if, but again, if it is true, hold that bitch accountable. Right, I'm accountable. right. Uh-huh. And, 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 and like I said, do the things that need to be done in order to make sure that that BS doesn't happen again. Because you, you can't be beating on nobody, y'all. It just, right. it, it, it's a punk move. It's just simply right. a punk move. Um, right. So if that's what you're down with, then you're a punk and you need to go on someplace. Simply right, put. right. So, but we are holding, withholding judgment. Right. You know, oh, until, um, yeah, exactly. until we are. Uh, exactly. But, if it's true, yeah. boom. Right, so it'll be it'll be interesting to see if that you know because look, we more than know things off the court affect how these people perform on the court. That's right, and uh, and Zareff had actually been playing pretty really well good. as of late. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he well hell he took the two fight the two uh, two back to backs in uh, what was that tournament called? Um, the oh, the uh, the uh, in Cologne. Yeah, Cologne. Yeah, he took Cologne yeah. one and Cologne two, uh, mm-hmm. smacking up Schwartzman and FAA. So it's like yeah. he's been playing some good tennis. But um, yeah, yeah. If, if uh, uh, man, anyway. Yeah, uh, and just because you said smacked up FAA, I remember seeing something today. Oh. Um, where uh, Chilich took out FAA and gave that boy a bagel in the first set. And the first I gave him a bagel. Yeah, yeah. I think Chilich I mean, was like, you know what? You ain't, no, no. You still up and coming. You ain't here yet. You ain't here yet. You're not here yet. Mm-mm. And then you're not going to flex out on me like that. No. <laughs> <laughs> Let me show you what's up. Let me yeah. show you. Um, but yeah, so that's disappointing for FAA. But you know what? Uh, you know, I think FAA just needs to get some time to, you know, go off and, and kind of think think through how 2020 ended. It wasn't a horrible mm-hmm. time for him, but, you know, he's still, again, got some things to work on. I want him to work on that variety, Bryce. I need mm-hmm. him to I need him to work on plan B and plan C. Right. He, mm-hmm. All he got is his A game, and right. if that ain't working, it's just like, again, I see him as being very much like a James Blake. All you got is that, that that game A, and I'm sorry, that just ain't gonna get you Grand Slams. It's not gonna get you beating the top 10 on the regular. You gotta do better. That's why we call him FAA, because he got two A's. Two A games, that's all he got. Yeah, that, and Nick, yeah, FAA is the uh, is the brother from uh, yeah. Canada. That's right. Uh, Big fans. Yeah, we, we, we love him. We think he has amazing potential, but um, it's just, it's tough for us. You know, when you sit and you watch, I know it's easy from the stands to be like, oh, you know, they need to be doing this, need to be doing that. But he clearly has the talent, and uh, we'd like to see him do something with it. That's right. But, uh, but you know, even without Djokovic and even without uh, Federer, you know, this is a good tournament. I mean, you You've got, I mean, Nadal and Pass and Medvedev and Zarev and Rublev and Schwartzman mm-hmm. and Berrettini and Goffin. I mean, and, uh, you know, some other names that aren't in the top eight seeds that are, you know, very dangerous in this tournament. Right. And um, I think this is going to be a fun one to watch this week. What 
Isaac, have you even thought at all about what you have seen for the semifinals? You know, I, I really haven't. Um, I, you know, if I'm looking through the draw, I actually do believe that Nadal will, will of course, make make it to the semis on that top half. Mm-hmm. Um, I, as far as um, who will see him. He ain't got nobody. He ain't got no, nobody in no, that He ain't got that nobody quarter. in that. That court is going to be busted. I mean, the only right. person that might be able to give him a little challenge is probably uh, Borna Church, Uh because I always underestimate Borna. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and no, Buster Move ain't doing nothing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Buster gonna sit. Buster gonna be like, "Oh, where's my clay?" Since I'm apparently the second best clay court player out there. Um, right. <laughs> but yeah, no, I I feel like the semis will be Rafa versus uh, Rublev because, like I said, mm-hmm. I feel like Rublev is riding that high. Yeah, I, I, I don't see anybody getting in his way, and if if I'm being honest with you, well, and, uh, unless Daniel Evans takes off Rafrink. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Stan always can bring bring that fire. He can always bring that fire. That's very and true. If if Daniel Evans takes out Vavrinka and meets Rublev, uh, well, then he'd have to beat oh the the Simone and Tommy Paul. Well, he and Tommy Paul yeah, gonna get past yeah. Simone. <laughs> that would be the one test for me for Rublev if he has to face Daniel Evans. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a good point. But I, in truth, though, I would like to see that matchup because uh-huh. I have a feeling that he's going to be like, all right, you know what? Enough is enough. Daniel Evans, bring your glass here. I'm, a, I'm, I'm about to show you what's up. Because I got five titles. How many you got? How about that? I got five this year. I got five this year. How about that? Bring, 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 bring yourself on. I, I right. think I want to see that matchup because I have a feeling Rublev will smack that thing up because he's going to be like, you know what? Am I scared of you no more? Yeah, you got me at the US, so I ain't scared of you. No, no. So, so who do you... Okay, so... Well, what about okay. you, though? What about you? What, what about you on your top half? I, I think it's exactly that. I think it's Nadal, and I think it's the winner between Rublev and Daniel Evans. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. I, 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 I think, and then I would expect for Nadal to handle either one of them and yeah. put himself in the finals. I agree, hundred percent. How about the bottom half for you? Bottom half, you. I tell you what. See, it's tough because it's people you want to pick, but they not play. Like I want to say Medvedev, but he ain't playing worth nothing. Right. Uh, Demignor has been, you know, pretty good as of late. But the person in that quarter that's motivated is Schwartzman. Exactly. And so, you know, I'm going to go with Schwartzman because he's the one that's really fighting for something. Um, And then for, for that quarter and then for the quarter below there, I guess I have to go with... If CeCe Pass gets past Umber... Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you have to go with CC Pass uh, because Berrettini ain't. Now, let me tell you what I love Berrettini, I really oh, yeah. do. Oh yeah. But who would love to see Marcus Garon get up on him? Is me. Uh, that has become my. As, as Nick and I are joking, he is my favorite of my JV players right now. Right, right, right. Uh, <laughs> the JV squad. Yeah, he's my favorite one on a JV squad, so I'm kind of rooting for him to get any kind of victory he can get. Um, but I expect for uh, Berrettini to bring the business to him. Yeah. Um, and um, so I'm going to CC Pass and, and Schwartzman, and quietly, 
I'm going for the upset. I'm going Schwartzman. I'm going for who wouldn't love to see wow. Nadal and Schwartzman play one more again, you know, in the finals. That could be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah could be interesting. Yeah. I, what you about know, you for the bottom? So, funny enough, though, and I don't know why I'm feeling this way. I, I kind of am. I'm, I'm feeling a little bit kind of with the, with the tradition of the draw, if you will. Oh, okay. I, I feel like Medvedev is going to get right. I feel like okay. just for whatever reason, I feel like he's like, yo, this is got this tournament, got year in. I'm already in there. Let me get my game right so I ain't, you know, I ain't, mm-hmm. I ain't looking crazy. Um, and plus, he has to be motivated because his countrymen has won five titles. So that is true. That is he, true. And- you know, so they battling over the shine. Remember, I told you. Daniel and Rublev are battling over that Russian shine. And right now, Rublev is winning. And I feel Mm -hmm. like Medvedev is going to be like, yo, hold up. (laughs) I I need to get myself right to make sure that everybody don't forget me and be just thinking, oh, Andre Rublev, Andre Rublev. No, no, no. I'm I'm Daniel. I'm the one that got Djokovic and was on fire last summer. So I just feel like his game, I feel like he's going to step up this tournament. And I do feel like he's going to make the semis. And I feel like we're going to have another... Uh, uh, um, uh, Medvedev CC pass battle. I think I see those two making making it to the semi, and I actually see Medvedev taking out CC pass and making it to the final. You and and see, I would love that because as the listeners should know, I'm a Medvedev fan. You know, I'm I'm, uh, I'm trying to use maybe a little bit of reverse psychology here, and <laughs> and hope that Medvedev does exactly that. Um, but that's good. But but. Any way that this tournament breaks with those combination of players, mm-hmm. we're saying that this is this is a good tournament. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be good regardless. They got matchups <laughs> that are just gonna be fire. Oh. <laughs> Paul talking about Rublev got that forehead of hair and Neil mad about it. Right. <laughs> that come over going on. Oh, right. man. But no, it's going to be good. Like you said, brother, regardless of what the matchups are, we're going to see some good tennis this week. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I will tell you this. Uh, so everyone watch the the, the the tennis this week. This is going to be great. I do want to bring up, before we kind of run out of time and get to some questions, uh, something I just saw fairly recently. Uh, apparently, Simona Halep tested positive for the Rona. That's right. Yeah, um and remember, she was the one who was all nervous about it, not wanting to travel to the U.S. and, yeah. you know, all this other kind of stuff. So, you know, she, uh, we wish her well. They say she's just having mild symptoms right now. Right. Uh, but that I tell you, y'all, that Rona is still out there. So don't be out here running around like it ain't out there. I'm trying uh, to tell you, man. Just, yeah, protect yourself, y'all. I mean, I realize that, you know, everybody's folks are all tired and you got, you know, all the wrong. Hey, it, 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 it demands it because it's that important. It's that, right. it's that dangerous. It's that mm-hmm. dangerous. And I don't, you know, just because, you know, whatever, people are feeling some kind of way. Don't forget, man. Don't, don't forget. And I know we've got a lot of people that have been out there and had it and recovered. And so I don't know if that's mm-hmm. kind of taken away from the, you know, the the you know the fear factor of it but you know right. don't 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 be confused i mean that it's right. still it's still there it's still prevalent and while you again may not necessarily be you know at risk risk you can put other people at risk 
And that's you, the thing right. that you need to think about is don't be, just be thinking about yourself. Think about the right. other folks that you might encounter who may not then be able to, you know, handle. Right. And and the doctors ain't gonna give you what they gave Trump, so don't be using that as an example. <laughs> just, just. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you think you're gonna roll up in the hospital and be like, "Give me what exactly. you gave Donald." Give you, yeah, give me what you did for him. That's because they worked. Mm, yeah. Okay. See what they say. I want you to come back and report it. <laughs> We're going to bring you up live and we want you to talk about it. Talk <laughs> on it. Speak on it. I want you to go in there and be like, yo, give me exactly what you gave Trump. I want you to come back and please <laughs> tell us exactly, because they probably going to look at you like this. <laughs> True. You know, they won't even give Biden what they gave Trump. So, right. you know, you ain't going to get it. Yeah. Anyway, so we got a few minutes. We got a few minutes left here. We wanna, we wanna open it up. Yeah. Are there any questions out there from you guys? Anything that you guys are thinking of? You wanna ask us about what what our awkward opinion may be on <laughs> on on something? Exactly. Or anything. What's up? Give us some questions. We we'll love it. Love it. Love it. So I will tell you this. In the meantime. We this weekend we did an amazing interview mm. with Prakash Amitrash from the Tennis Channel. Uh, you guys will not want to miss this. Um, he, the, let me just put it to you this way: we were flowing so hard on the interview that we had to make the decision to make it a two-parter. So <laughs> it, it, it it flowed like that. So when we release it after the year-end championships, there's going to be a part one one week, and there's going to be a part two the second week. Absolutely love that guy. That guy is awesome. He needs to get more airtime, more shine, whatever. He is the right type of energy that we need in this game. What do you think, Isaac? 100%. If I could even do 110%, I would. Prakash is the dude, y'all. I'm trying to tell you he is the dude. It was so awesome talking to him. So easy to talk with him. And, right. Uh, he just he just has a flow and an energy about him that is just infectious. And, and you can just tell that he's all about the positivity. He ain't trying to hear no noise and no silliness. He's just all about goodness. And I, it was just really, really good to, 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 you know, chomp it up with him and just chat and learn more about him. And that's what Bryce and I were both saying. We learned so much. Right. Right. During that interview, I mean, we were like, huh? What? Stuff that we didn't even know. We were like, even know. I was like, I thought I knew a little something, but uh, <laughs> apparently. Right? So, y'all, yeah, get ready for that one, y'all. It's it's so good. And it's good to, you know, to, to just, you know, call that brother, you know, somebody with brothers on tennis, man. It's, it's, right. it's, it's a beautiful thing. And we hope to be able to really build that bond out more going into 2021 right. so yeah so let me jump on a couple of things so nick i'm gonna hit you twice real quick number one where do you see that uh we didn't do it as a video we did it as one of our regular podcasts so it's gonna go up you can you can uh, access it off of our website or any of the places that you listen to podcasts uh it'll probably go up maybe the first part will go up the week of thanksgiving and the uh, second one will be the second part will be the week after that the second question of yours, Nick, that I want to answer is you were asking, are there any JV players uh, at the uh, Paris uh, uh, 
Masters this week. And I don't know if Isaac has JV players or not, but I have two there. I have Garon is is there, and I'm sorry, but I have to put Larovich is, is on is on is on JV squad for now. Yeah. Um, to he get himself together. So I got I got I got two uh, JV people there. You got any JV people there? I I do actually. Uh, Herkatch is actually one of my JV players. Okay. I like I like Hubie. I like Hubie a lot. He just awkward and crazy. Um, but I, I really like him. I like his game. Uh, it seems like a real sincere guy. So I kind of like him. And on on the sneak, I, I actually like Casper Rude. I, I like Casper mm-hmm. a lot. So I kind of. I, I am, I'm not quite sure if he's on my JV yet. I'm still kind of, you know, weighing him out to see if he got a spot on there or not. But I'm looking at him. I'm looking okay. at him. So those okay. So those would be my two JV guys right there, for sure. All right. Yeah. Now, we also had a question here from Paul or a comment or whatever. But yeah. he's saying that uh, we all, I think we all saw that video of uh, Bianca Andrescu hitting at Maradoglu's Academy. And yes, she looked she looked thinner. She didn't look as thick. Uh, she looked like she was hitting the ball well. Look, we already know. We've seen her game even when she was a little chunky. So, you know, we know that she's got the game to be Grand Slam, multiple Grand Slam winners. So, absolutely, as long as she's healthy, that's been the only real question mark we've had about her because old girl's basically been off for a year. Correct. You know, Correct. somebody was challenging me before, like, well, actually, she's played last in October. Well, we're in November now. So it has definitely been a year since we've seen her play competitively. Uh, So we don't even know, even once she comes back, if she's going to need a little bit of a ramping up, you know, period. So I don't know. What do you think, Isaac? Yeah, no, no, no. I agree with you. I think she looked really good. And um, like you said, it's really just more about her health. I mean, can Mm -hmm. she consistently, you know, stay healthy in order to really, you know, be on the tour and kind of maximize her potential. Because we really haven't been able to see her really go through a full calendar year, um, you know, of tennis. So it'll be interesting to see, you know, how she comes out in 2021, you know, how she initially competes. We know she got the game. Like I said, she won a tier one. She won a grand slam. So she ain't scared of nobody. She's going to be out there like, look, I'm not pressed as it relates to the mental. I got the mental. It's all about my body being able to handle to stay up with me. And right. if she can do that, Bianca's going to be all good. She's going to be all right. Yeah, right, you can't, right. You, can't, you can't mess with her. Stay, I mean, that, that young lady is, she fierce, y'all. She, don't play around. Andre, right. Andreescu is fierce. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she's good. So, well, thank you, everyone. We're going to wrap this up now because for those of you that know, we're getting ready to bounce in about 10 minutes over to Locker Room. If you've not gotten on Locker Room and you have an Apple, you have an iPhone or an iPad, um, you need to get on there. Android folks, we're coming for you in about three or four months um, before that'll be ready to go. But if you have an Apple product, sign up for Locker Room. We had such an, I don't know if you had a chance to listen to it or not yet, but we had such an amazing discussion um, last week on the legacy of the Williams sisters and kind of paralleling, you know, their career to that of Tiger Woods and really talking about the roles that their fathers played and, you know, both of their successes. So we we just really get off into some good conversations over there. We can bring you up and you can talk with us and it's it's really a good thing. So um, join us on Locker Room if you can. So 
Uh, any final words from you, Isaac? Um, nothing else outside of the fact that, um, again, want to just make folks aware that we are working on uh, some different colors of our products. Mm -hmm. um, and so um, the goal will be to get that offering up hopefully by Thanksgiving, because we we're hoping to, you know, do a little something, something for y'all, a little Christmas shopping window, um, so that hopefully you can get you some Brothers on Tennis gear in some multiple colors. Um, so just be on the lookout. We'll give you a heads up as to how that's coming along. But um, yeah, don't forget about, about your merch coming up. So put some coins in your pocket, get ready, start saving, because <laughs> you know, get out there and shop, shop uh, come I December. That is so true. We'll be making sure we're having some holiday uh, specials, too, that help encourage you to, to get that merch out there. So yes. with that, uh, this has been your boy Bryce. And this is your boy Isaac. And we are Brothers on Tennis. And everyone just have a great week. And remember, go get it. <laughs>Before Shopify, were you wondering, where are my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.